Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a happy edition of the Bird Brains, along with my longtime partner, the former beat writer for the NJ.com website and Trenton Times, Mark Eckel, and I'm Ken Dunnick, former tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Stars. Mark, we've got uh, a happy chat for the first time in a while. <laughs> Before we get started, let me mention that Jersey Man, Philly Man Magazine is the only men's magazine in the Delaware Valley, and they make a great Christmas stocking stuffer gift. If you have an interest, please visit our website, jerseymanmagazine.com, or you can email me directly, ken at jerseymanmagazine.com. So, Mark, you know, they're all pros. Uh, i got to admit that I didn't see this coming uh, for a few reasons. Um, uh, but the main thing that I took away from this game is uh, the Eagles uh, were a wounded team. They made a change at quarterback, which absolutely invigorated everybody on the field. And uh, they beat uh, one of the best teams in the NFL, who, uh, in my opinion, had an off day. I didn't think Sean Payton had a very good day calling plays. I didn't think they played very inspired football, certainly in the first half. Uh, I'm pretty sure you saw the game because it was nationally televised. What did you think of the big picture? And then we'll break it down. Well, do you remember, I'm not – um, I didn't say I predicted this, but if you go back to one of our podcasts, probably about three, four weeks ago, when you read you read to me, they had a tough stretch coming up, as you noted. They were um, Seattle at home, at Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona. I think Cleveland was in that mix, too. And you said to me, what any of those games? And I said, the one I think they have a shot is New Orleans at home. Breeze was, Breeze had just gotten hurt. Looked like he wasn't going to play, and he and he didn't. Um, it was now again not excuses, but these are things that guys that like to put a couple dollars on games look at. <laughs> it was New Orleans' third straight road game. Never an easy task for for any team, no matter right. who you're right. who you're playing or where you're playing. Three straight road games. Usually that third one takes its toll. They also had to had can the Saints have Kansas City next week. Now I know it's the NFL, and like you said, anything they're all pros. But they call they call it a trap game, right? They call that exactly. a trap game. Yes. And the betting parlors, looking, not, to, not that right. we would know anything about that. No, well, no, it's legal now. Hell, um, <laughs> we don't have to hide anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, no ethics. There's no ethics anymore. Anymore. <laughs> uh, so I mean, not, and listen, taking nothing away from the Eagles, they probably played their best. Not probably, they played their best game of the season and beat a good team. But that good team, there were some extenuating. Yeah. And I, again, I don't want to throw a wet blanket on. on no, the I got you. I got but the Saints you. were like, because you pointed out that the Saints didn't play one of their one of their better games. Well, I think they had, you know, like I said, third straight road game, perhaps looking past the Eagles to Kansas City. You know, and Jalen Hurts making his first start. They didn't have a lot of lot to look at with Jalen Hurts. They only had a half, not even a full half of a game to, to, to watch. So, it all kind of ended up in – but, again, give the Eagles credit, give their defense credit for playing a very good, good yeah. game. Um, you know, they, another thing, and I, it's funny, I'm, I'm reading stuff on on, you know, on Twitter and Facebook and wherever about fans. Saying, oh, they finally ran the ball. Doug finally ran – well, he finally had the lead. Exactly. It's exactly. hard to run when you're down 20-3 to three every game. So, so Mark, I, I wrote down some notes here as I was watching the game, and the first one was uh, – 
the difference in the game to me was the offensive line. I did not think that offensive line could hold up against New Orleans defense, a great defense. I think number one in the NFL, they gave up no mm. sacks. One of the reasons why, though, is Hurts' mobility. He has the ability to escape the rush and extend plays, and that was, that was obvious. My third point is what you just said. The Eagles stayed with the run game because they didn't have to come from behind. When you fall behind 17 to nothing, you know, 20 to 7 right. late in the game, you have to throw the ball to catch up. And uh, the Eagles had th- that luxury. Um, the defense played well. They got five sacks. They got turnovers. And then my last note, as we continue our discussion here, is that everything just kind of fell right for the Eagles. And that, that has a lot to do with the football game. The first example of that, in my opinion, was the Alshon Jeffrey touchdown. Uh, Hurts did a good job. Uh, yeah, <laughs> did a good job of reading the blitz. Now Jeffrey has a big body. Actually, I thought he pushed off, and it wasn't called. But then he just shielded a smaller defensive back. Uh, give the Eagles credit; it was a good matchup, one on one with a tall receiver against a cornerback, and it worked out. But, you know, everything, everything just kind of came together. Uh, their, their uh, kicker. Um, <sighs> now they got a problem. I'm telling you. No, no. Well, but the New Orleans oh, kicker, Saints, Lutz, actually yeah. t- missed two field goals. He's one of the most reliable kickers in the NFL. Josh Elliott, I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, that could have been a huge uh, momentum breaker. Oh, it was, actually, because yeah, New Orleans I mean, came out in the second half and played well. Yeah, the, I mean, again, the, the, on a long list of – things to do this off season <laughs> and it's a pretty long one uh you, you might want to add bring another kicker in at least at least for competition Strange. if, if he's been else, so right? good and so reliable over the last few years so, yeah but not this know, year so kickers going well, you've on. seen it right you, you've probably seen it in in your career too i mean kickers just all of a sudden they lose it it's like well, they're like they're like re- relief pitchers in baseball. Right? Well, it's a little bit like a golf swing too. You know, when you got it honed, everything's going right. All of a sudden, it, it can throw you off base. But let's look at the numbers. You know, Jalen Hurts, fairly pedestrian numbers: seventeen for thirty, one hundred sixty-seven yards, one touchdown, but no interceptions. He protected the ball. Okay, something Carson Wentz has had trouble doing. He can't. He doesn't have the mobility to avoid the pass rush. He makes bad decisions with the football. That didn't happen yesterday. Miles Sanders, you know, 14 carries, 115 yards, two touchdowns, broke a long one for 82. How about the blocking of the offensive line on that play? I mean, where have these guys been? Is it a fact that you got rid of Jason Peters, who was maybe dead weight at this point, and, and put in Herbig? I mean, I, he, I think he's doing pretty well, don't you? I mean, I know you, you have yeah. been a very big Jason Peters fan well, like listen, this year. I'm, again, I'm not – I said it when they signed him. I told you. I mean, listen, Jason Peters, you know, he could be a Hall of Famer. He could, you know, probably is a Hall of Famer. But this year didn't help him. It didn't help his cause. And sometimes, I mean, and again, it's easy for, for, for me to say I'm not a professional athlete. I was a professional writer. You got to know when it's time. I retired because I didn't want to do it anymore. You know, I mean, these guys, I, I guess when they're throwing millions at you, although I didn't like Peters' whole act either. He comes back, all right, they bring him back. Then he holds them up for more money when he, when he wanted to play. Come on. Well, listen, you, you know my thoughts on that, right? A team will hold you up in, in a heartbeat to pay you less money. So when you have the event, how did it work out? He got an extra $4 million. Yeah, how did it work out for the Eagles? They're 4 well, 8 it, more. It, well, it didn't. But what, what, 
what options did the Eagles have at offensive line? Oh, they had when you lose, when you lose, better when you look, yeah, but when you look Brooks and Dillard, they lose them before the season starts. Right. At least Peters, you know, has some experience. He, he didn't play well last year. He certainly looks like he's right. post this year. But yeah, I really can't blame the Eagles for bringing back. Oh, Peters. I can, I can. Yeah. They learn, learn, learn from your mistakes. They brought Darren Sproles back when he, when, when he was done. Stop bringing. Hey, listen, Joe Banner and I used to fight a lot about a lot of different issues. Because he fights with everybody. Bad, bad man. But he's just a bad man. But <laughs> he was a smart man, and I've always said that. He, now, he may have gambled a little too soon. A guy turned, when a guy went over 30, he, didn't, he said goodbye. And, mm-hmm. whether, and sometimes he was wrong. But guess what? More times than right. Brian Dawkins. More right than he was more, right. well, yeah. I mean, that was a bad one, but. There's a lot of good ones. I mean, a lot, no, he made a lot well, of good decisions. And, well, I mean, no, in his, I hate, I didn't uh, like Joe Banner as a as a person very much right. either. But in his defense, he was right. You know, Brian, he was Brian, with Brian Dawkins only really had one good year at Denver, and then his career was over, and he didn't want to give him another big payday. And there's, you know, the Eagles for all their faults. I will say this. They don't succumb to press pressure and public pressure. They do what they think is in the best interest of the franchise. And I've always said this, we bleed Eagle green because we root for the team. They bleed a dollar green. It's, it's a business. And, <laughs> that, I, and that's, that's, why, the, and that's why the Jason Peters thing was even more of a mistake. in, in my opinion, that they, well, that's, that's one of Howie's problems. He's loyal. He brings, they all, they're always bringing back. Older, like guys, from, you know, they. How many times did they resign Jordan Matthews? Yeah, you know, I mean, they they like to bring back. I mean, sometimes you got to move on. Jordan Howard, in order to move on. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. well, I mean, come on. But they Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson shouldn't have been on the team this year. They neither. I mean, Jeffrey finally caught a touchdown pass. Great, give him the, you know, give him the ball and tell him to see you later. I mean, you know, what I mean, it's t- you have to move on. You have. This, the, the problem with the Eagles going forward, and that was a great win yesterday, and I don't want to take away from the great win, but the problem this team has is they're, all, they're, they're not very good. They're 4-8-1. You are what your record says you are. They're 4-8-1. They're cap-strapped terribly. Yes, they, are. I mean, they, they have a million decisions to make, and they're old. They're, this, this is an old team. They're not, I mean, they don't have Mark, good, good young players on this team. Mark, that's the conundrum, though, of teams that, you know, uh, the Eagles were won the Super Bowl, obviously, three seasons ago. So there's a tendency to want to keep a core of a championship team together. And a lot of teams fall into that trap. Was Deshaun Jackson on that team? He was not. Okay. That's, I'm, that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking. Was Jason Peters in the Super Bowl? Did he do anything that, that hey, year but get hurt? Hey, I, I they should have kept by Ty. He wanted, He was on. He was at left tackle when they beat New England. When they scored forty some whatever many points they scored against New England. That's who they should have kept, not Jason Peters. Keep the young yeah, guy. I, I can't. I can't argue with it. But I'm just telling you from from an organizational standpoint. I know what their mindset is: is to yeah, bring well, back wrong. people that have won with in the past. And obviously, uh, you've been proven right because this year they're not having the success. Well, let's talk about. Bring back, bring back Van, Van Brocklin. They won with him. Well, let's go all the way back to the '80s team. I got a bunch of friends that yeah, there you go. A nice contract. Yeah, Harold well, could probably still catch a, a ball in the end zone. For a long yeah, fade right. If you play, no, if you play some out there, he could catch it. Well, he, he get there very well. 
Hey, yeah, let's talk about the defense a little bit. I, one thing I was really encouraged about was the activity of the linebackers. Alex Singleton had 11 tackles yesterday, and he was, you know, filling holes, uh, he, playing fast, playing smart. Duke Riley had an interception yesterday. Duke Riley's 6'1", 218 pounds playing linebacker in the NFL. I mean, there are strong safeties that are a lot bigger. I'm saying that, that's a safety size, really. Yeah. And then you had, you know, Josh Sweat and Jason Hargrave had two sacks each. Fletcher Cox had a sack. Constant pressure, five sacks against a really mobile quarterback like Hill. I thought it was impressive. And, um, and the Eagles, you know, they had to play good defense, and it showed up yesterday. And you, you kind of alluded to it early when you said Hurts game. Everybody seemed fired up. I mean, does does he have that? I mean, was Wentz that much of a? Is it? I mean, I don't, I don't want to listen. You know, throw, throw dirt on Curtis Carson, kick him when he's down. But was he holding the team back that much? No, I don't. I don't really don't think you can read too much into it for the reasons that you mentioned before. New Orleans coming off of three games, uh, road games in a row. They were flat. As a matter of fact, the halftime interview, Sean Payton talked about how upset he was because how flat his team was. So it was a situation where New Orleans didn't bring their best best product on the field. And the Eagles had a little spark because they brought a kid in new. And, you know, they were their backs were against the wall. Remember the old um, Jason Kelsey line, you know, hungry dogs want to eat, right? Well, the Eagles were some hungry, hungry dogs yesterday because they'd been embarrassed for the last few weeks, and they were looking for a win. But why weren't they hungry against Green Bay? Why weren't they hungry against Seattle? Why weren't they hungry? They've had other backs against the walls. You know, I mean, this wasn't the first time. No, but I just think Hurts. I'm kind of thinking the point. I'm not. I'm not there like I was every day. But I'm. I'm kind of thinking some of the players wanted. I know. I know Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey spoke out the other way and took had Carson's back. But I think a lot of the guys wanted this change to happen sooner than it did. And they were pretty pumped when it did finally did happen, and they played better because of it. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm just maybe I'm adding two, two and coming up with five. I don't know. Well, there's, uh, you can't deny there was an there was an energy involved with that football team that that had not been there. So the rest of the season, now I, I might want to throw up when I say this, but does this put the Eagles back to the NFC race at four eight and one? They're well, at Arizona next week. They're at Dallas, and they finish up with Washington. They're going to need help. Any possible way that this team could run the table again and gain the NFC East crown. I mean, a similar situation to the last year, but is, is it crazy enough? 2020 crazy enough that this could happen? It could, could it? Yeah. I mean, Arizona's the toughest of the three on the road at Arizona. Um, they would need help. Washington would have to lose to um, what well, they would have. They would lose the last game to the Eagles, obviously, but they would have to lose another one. I believe, or no, maybe not. There's six wins, right? Um, I, I mean, hey, listen, in the NFC East, the Cowboys are still alive, for, for God's sake. Um, the Eagles would have a better chance if Washington hadn't beat San Francisco Sunday. Hey, hey Mark, we're out of time. we got to run. Okay. Hey, it always goes fast. Thanks a lot, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week.